listening to Kingdom Authority with your host, Dancer J. Morris, on Kingdom Empower Incorporated. We're here to educate, motivate, and elevate your mind, body, and spirit. If you have questions or comments, or just want to talk to your host, you can call in at 646-668-2413, or listen in online at landministries.com. And now, here's your host, Dancia J. Morris. Well, good afternoon. Thank you so much for joining Kingdom Authority with your host, Reverend Dancia Jones Morris. I'm excited to be here with you all tonight. I want you to know that this is the day that the Lord has made, and we should rejoice. And I hope you're rejoicing and you're glad in it. This is the opportunity where you can take authority in your territory, and we want to push you to do so. We're excited about the gifts that God has given you. Operate in those gifts as he's given it to you, and go ahead and fulfill the purpose that he has planned out for your life. Isn't it wonderful to know that God has given each and every one of us a gift? He's made us creative creatures so we can make sure to operate with authority in our territory. And it requires each and every one of us. No two people are exactly the same. So if it seems like your gift is the same thing as another, it's not. You were created differently. There's all kinds of things that make up you, and only you can do that. And we want to empower you to make sure you take authority in your territory in the kingdom of God. I'm excited about today because this is such an an awesome um, couple, an awesome organization that is on with me on tonight. And I am looking for great things, not only out of them and for them, but that they will impart into you all in order to take authority in your territory, to make sure that you awaken the creativity that's in your life. Each of us have something different and it impacts the kingdom of God. Even if it impacts one person, you have just changed one person's life. So don't discredit, don't discount what God has given you. Even if it's just to be born and to lay on a bed, let me tell you, it will touch somebody's life. It will change somebody for the better. And I don't want you to discount anything that God has given you, no matter how small it seems. What I'm learning in life um, is that, no matter how small my little bit may seem, it becomes much in the master's hand. And so thank you for listening on this evening. It is Kingdom Authority broadcast time. KAB is on with Dancia, and I am so excited about Creative Awakening being on with us tonight. I want you to know on tonight that this is the opportunity for you to get your paper and pens out and start understanding some things that you can do. If you feel a little different, it's because you are different, but yet we're the same. Isn't that wonderful? We're different, but yet the same. We all have a purpose. We all have something that we are to do that's going to cause people to be erect in their life and cause people to, to do something that changes other people's lives. And so if you feel different, that's such a blessing. I felt different for many years, and I still feel different than anyone else. And sometimes I feel like it's not as it's not good enough. But th- let me tell you, we are His workmanship, and we are created in Christ Jesus for good works. 
Ephesians 2.10 talks about this. We are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. And so if we're his workmanship and we were created for Christ Jesus' good works and he prepared us beforehand, you are a vessel that needs to be used in the body of Christ. Let's go to Genesis 1.27 real quick as well. Let me, let me pray first. Let me pray first, and then we'll go into a quick scripture, and I'll bring on the guest. Father, we thank you. We bless you and praise you, Father. We thank you for the opportunity again to come before your throne of grace, but not only that, God, to share the gospel of Jesus Christ through our gifts, to share who you are in our lives for you and for the world. It's not about us, but it is about you. It's not just for us, but it's about others in the world. And so help us, Father, to do exactly that. I lift up Creative Awakening right now. I lift up Taylors right now that, Lord God, that you will begin to speak through them and continue to bless them through this time and henceforth and forevermore. I thank you, O God, for the blessings of God. Make it rich and it adds no sorrow. I'm praying for that richness for every single listener. I'm praying for that richness for every single organization that expresses what Jesus Christ did in their lives through whatever giftings and talents that they have. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Let's go quickly. Genesis 127. I, I am so, um, I am so uh, attached to creativity because Genesis says that we are created in his own image. It says, so God created. So if you wonder if creativity is of God, right here. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. That's three created. Now that's an act, creativity. I'm going to let them take that. Um, there's there's more about that, and I'm not here to teach about that. I'm here for, I'm here for creative waking to share what that is. And so in Genesis 1-1, in the beginning, God created the heavens and earth. If you're talking about creativity, God created creativity. I'm going to say that. And there's more to that um, that I'm not touching on tonight, but I'm praying that you all receive from the expressions of creative awakening to awaken your creativity. So I'm honored on tonight to have um, some wonderful, some wonderful people of God I am honored by the fact that they decided to come on this little old lady's um, broadcast and share their youthful ideas. (laughs) That's funny to me. And share their youthful ideas and their ministry. It is a blessing to be able to just be a part of their life in whatever way that I possibly can, and that is to just boost them and to know they have the backing of others, not just in their church or in their family or in their um, immediate circle, but also those of us who are watching, who are learning, who are listening. It doesn't make a difference how old you are. You can learn something from somebody. And so continue to learn. Continue to learn what it is to do with God has created us to do through Jesus Christ. I want to read a little something about this ministry and, and each person um, that, that, that's supported by this ministry. I'm going to make sure that they come on first, and then after they come on and greet you all, I'm going to read a little something about them. I want you to prepare your heart, get your minds ready, and those of you who are still clicking on the link and sharing, I want to make sure that you listen to what God is doing in their life. So at this time, I'm just going to I'm just gonna introduce Creative Awakening. Can y'all just say something to the listeners? 
Hi, how are you all doing? We are just excited to be here this evening. Hey, Henny, how you doing? How y'all doing? So, uh, my name <laughs> is Kendall. Go, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Oh, go ahead. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> so, um, this is uh, Seth Taylor, uh, and this is my beautiful wife, Michelle. And we're excited to be here with y'all. Awesome, <laughs> awesome. Let me just read a little something. I know because this is Internet radio, we can't really see each other. It's a little challenging at times, but I want to read something about each of you. Um, I'm going to make sure and share this because I'm telling you, y'all's pictures on this, on these bios is legit, for real. Uh, they're fire, <laughs> so I'm just loving it. <laughs> Let me just read this. Let's talk about Seth's music a little bit. Seth Taylor's work as a hip-hop recording artist stems from his family's rich background in the arts and current musician collaborative TMU. He has used his gifts for various ministry outreach events, life-changing organizations, and leadership programs. This has allowed him to be a part of multiple nationwide tours, including documentary film called Become 2016 or 2016, in which he visited all 50 states. This dude is no joke, okay? I'm going to tell you all now. Um, he has been invited to many events such as youth rallies and workshops as a guest speaker, in addition to appearing in productions to include Epic Assemblies, a national tour team, in which he received the MVP award, Most Valuable Player. Seth has <laughs> written, recorded, and performed over four full-length albums released on, do they still say albums or they call CDs? I'm just talking right now, y'all. Four full-length albums <laughs> released on all major music downloading sites. <laughs> Seth currently resides in Tucson, Arizona, yeah, yeah, with his beautiful wife, and, and correct me if I say it wrong, Michelle, and son, Emmanuel, where they attend a New Destiny International, whoop, whoop, a training dispatching center. Yep, yep, that's my, that's my coach right there. All right. He is devoted to the spreading of the truth of Jesus Christ while locking arms with ministries around the world. Seth is a servant at heart. He understands the importance of putting the integrity of the written word of God into action. This is exactly what he, is, what he intends to do for the duration of his life. I love this part. Seth Taylor believes and lives by the motto, once a world changer, always a world changer. I absolutely love that. Seth, thank you so much for joining us on Kingdom Authority. I hope I did that bio well. Oh, you did. No, I almost wanted to almost wanted to meet this guy. <laughs> I understand. When someone reads your bio, you're kind of like, who is that? Like, who but you do a lot, right? <laughs> <laughs> and a uh, shout-out to uh, my father-in-law, Arthur Tiggy, for, for putting that bio, to helping me putting that bio together. <laughs> I tell you, I was going to ask you, did the, the good, right uh, doctor, reverend, apostle, bishop, yeah. did he put that together for y'all? I know he did. He, he did. He did. He did. <laughs> I was going to ask that. That sounds just like him. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> Is that for both of y'all? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Now, you got to correct me if I'm wrong. I've known you for a long time, but I still say your name wrong every single time, and I am so sorry. <laughs> that is not my intention. So say it. can you say it for me one more time? Mishael. 
Okay, so I am saying that right to people. People correct me. Okay. Michelle, um, yes. affectionately known as Coach Me, was born a creative at heart to Apostle Arthur and Prophet Glenda Tigney. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Founder and director of Creative Awakening and Artistic Expo- Expose. Um, she has diligently worked to bring and expose the arts as a means of positive change in social and spiritual causes. Listen to this, people. She has bridged, and I have to say this because when I read this before, when someone bridges the social and the spiritual, they are right in line with the scriptures, and we'll talk about that one day. But her energetic personality and love for God, and she is energetic and loves God, has been seen in her work and passion for dance and the arts even as a little child. Her passion to provide solutions for everyday people, especially young adults, has shaped her development as a ministry leader at New Destiny Church International or New Destiny International, a certified personal trainer, certified human capital coach, and staff sergeant in the United United Air Force Reserve. She has a heart for Mm -hmm. God and his people and is willing and ready to let him use her through the arts. That's so powerful. Working with her husband, Seth, and grooming their son, Emmanuel. Listen, working with her husband, first of all, and grooming their son, Emmanuel, they are a spiritual force to be reckoned with. True story. Walking and working through life as a pastor's kid has brought another level of trial and triumph in their powerful journey that make them even more relatable to those they serve. I love that. Those they serve. Her goal is to use the gift that God has given her to usher in God's presence wherever she goes in a whole new way. Thank you so much, Michelle, for that and, and and being used of God. Go and say something to the people again, please. But I, I'm just the way you read the bio. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I'm, I'm so excited to be here. Um, this is this is just a blessing just to be here and just our relationship over the years as well. Like I'm I'm just so excited and thank you. Just thank you for taking the time to even read the bios the way you did because um, you know people nowadays it's like they they don't take the time to do that. So I really appreciate you for doing that. Thank you. You are very welcome. I'm gonna ask a question. I know this wasn't one of the questions. How did you all meet? <laughs> Ooh, okay. That's already a big question. Um, you want to start? Yeah. So, long story short, we have known each other for um, about ten years, um, just running, crossing paths. Um, finally, about three years ago, um, we ran into each other at a concert, and then from there, the rest was kind of history. Um, I ended up being his Lyft driver for a little while. <laughs> And then the first year that we had started uh, Creative Awakening, I had talked to him about it, and I was trying to do this thing and get it moving. And his good skills with making events happen, he came in and saved my life. (laughs) And, yep, literally the rest is history after that. I love it. I would have loved it first sight after y'all decided. (laughs) Well, you know, my my eyes uh, really do most of my work. So she, so she saw my eyes, and that was it. Okay, no, no but um. Oh wow. No, I mean like. <laughs> yeah, no, that's great. <laughs> so for you, so, yeah. it was love at first sight, <laughs> and then you just you just um made sure you were his Lyft driver, huh? 
There was. That's that's all it was. You know, you just get in. You needed a ride. <laughs> no, I I I needed a lift in more ways than three. I needed a lift in my life. And so there. Therefore. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I, I hear you. I was I was I bad in the press. I love this. I love this. Okay, well, let's get to it. Because, um, you know, someone's going to ask me about that, and I decided, okay, let me just go ahead and ask this question and just pop it to my head. So let's talk about how did the name Creative Awakening come to be? So that is a wonderful question. So the way Creative Awakening came to be um, actually was three years ago. It was a conference that I went to, which was the Creative Release. And there, just with the need that's been going on in Tucson with the artists needing a space to be able to, you know, tap into their creativity and feel like there's a safe space for them, I was having a conversation with somebody at this conference, and I just remember them saying, like, Arizona needs an awakening. And I was already, like, in my mind, I was like, it's a creative something, a creative. And once they said that, like, it just, it all came together. It was like creative awakening. Arizona needs a creative awakening. And that's pretty much how the name came to be. Yeah, and, and then um uh Creative Awakening actually then uh we we um we decided early on that Creative Awakening was not gonna be just isolated to a conference or an event, but but into a movement. So um so we, we actually are, are really coining the term more and more a creative awakening movement. Oh that's awesome. So it started out as not as a term or or made me just um, the name of something, but you guys moved into this movement because because why? I mean, uh, with the with the kind of thing that, that we're bringing with Great Awakening, uh, the, the event for June twenty seventh to thirtieth, is that it's more and more we're realizing that it, it can't just be isolated to, to one thing uh, because it's it's actually a constant need that that um, Misha was just talking about. It's, it's a constant need, so we're 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 looking to come up with creative ways uh, to make it an ongoing affair. Great. So I just giving people opportunities to experience the arts more than just once. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely, hopefully soon, pray for us, that we'll be able to offer some classes and things as such because we really want to be able to make an impact in the youth and their lives more often than just this one time out yeah. of the year. Yeah. That's good. That's good. So what – so why – this ministry for each of you, like what do you hope to gain out of it? Well, um, both of our uh, parents, like my parents on my side, Miss and Mrs. Taylor, uh, and and her her parents, we we were kind of both raised in in families where both of our parents built their ministries from the ground up, um, and so kind of naturally when me and Misha got married, and actually before we got married, we, we kind of started naturally doing the same thing. <laughs> as far as building a ministry from the ground up. And so it was really natural for us. And so um, now for me for us specifically, I was raised in a, in a creative family. Uh, so my, my family is actually full of artists. Uh, and so anything having to do with uh, pulling in people to help them express their, their life through the arts is just natural uh, for me. So, um, so I, I had the, the the honor to be able to like go down the hallway and ask my dad how I should write a verse, <laughs> um, where, I, where I know most people didn't have the opportunity, um, and so so the creative awakening is kind of kind of in a way of me kind of being able to open up a door 
uh, for people to be able to have those kind of opportunities to create. Yeah, I would wow. say um, for for myself personally, um, I just know during there was a point in my life where I was really I was going through a really bad relationship at the time. It was an abusive relationship, and um, I just I didn't know what to do with myself. I was just really um, introverted, and I was starting to like pull away from everybody. But the things that helped keep me sane were dancing, and um, even there was times where it would get bad to the point that I just have to color. But just I was I kept using those expressions to help express myself, even though I didn't have the words to do it. And the arts, I could say, like the arts and God being able to come in through that saved my life. Because if it wasn't for that, I honestly couldn't tell you where I would be right now mentally if I wouldn't have taken those outlets that I know God has given me to express myself and to use those in my life. That's pretty powerful because a lot of people come into um, ministries based on experiences, based on um, even what you said, Steph, you, you know, coming from a background um, and being raised a certain way, so, but which is the same as an experience. And so a lot of ministries come from that. So it's interesting how God does that based on how who he has created us to be we take those experiences and make it something positive, uh, and it could be negative experiences. A lot of times it is negative, a lot of times, um, not all the time. And we make that mean something, which then, if we allow it, thrusts us into our purpose and ministry. So it's interesting how you all have two separate experiences that allowed you to become something together. I think that's phenomenal. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. So who is Creative Awakening for specifically and why did you choose that audience? Well, so our, our main uh target audience are uh, are youth and young adults and, and just artists. Um and the and the reason why uh for the for the youth is because if if we can find ways to influence uh positively the youth with the arts, then that just automatically uh, makes our future look way brighter because um, there's 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 two different types of art. <laughs> there's there's the the art expression where it's always negative, and then the, there's the art art expression where there's actually something uh, that people can actually gravitate and actually impact people in, in a positive way. So, yeah, yes, definitely. Um, and even with the the youth, um, it's just so important to be able to give them a positive outlet because a lot of times they don't realize how important that art really is. There's been so many, like, different things and movements that have happened just because of somebody doing art, just be, through dance and things of such. So it's really important to us that we reach the youth and the young adults because, especially for the millennials, we know that that's something that's been on our hearts. And mm-hmm. it's like there was a season where we kind of got shut down because those things weren't fully accepted um, in the church. And so it's like we're we're at that place where, we want to be able to say, like, it's okay to be able to do this in the church because there's the the religious side on the older side, and then you have the millennials and then the younger generation. And us, me and Seth being millennials, it's like we've seen the millennials leave the church because they felt like they weren't understood because yeah. of their art. Yeah. 
And then we've seen on the older side of them, them wanting to be able to express themselves, but they've dealt with so much backlash from trying to do so. And then you have this younger generation that they're trying to figure out exactly what it is they want to do. And so we are using that as our target so that way we can help bridge the gap to help really make a difference and bring everybody together using the arts to help um, open the eyes of some of the, the older people and then to help bring the millennials back in so that way they're not feeling like they're doing nothing with their lives because some of us feel like that very heavy and then for the younger generation to bring them in so that way they're not feeling like there's just this total disconnect between you know their older generation and their parents or grandparents yeah and and um so creative awakening is is the is the bridge that um how should i say it so Creative Awakening is, is a refortified bridge that has been constantly burned down in the past. Um, and not, not, not even just, just with the youth and, and the church, like Misha was talking about, but also just, just in the artist community alone, is that, like, typically artists stay with their own group or club of artists. <laughs> you know, um, it's not every day that you see a bunch of hip-hop heads hang out with a bunch of rock heads. You know, um, so, like, or, or, or even just people who do murals, uh, hang out with a bunch of um, people who do graffiti. You know, you know what I'm saying. So, so even even if bringing in all different types of arts and artists uh, is powerful alone. Um, and so it's it's just a really crazy uh, vision, a really crazy uh, community of people that that we are going to be creating or that we are creating uh, with Creative Awakening. I love it because you're doing exactly what the scriptures wants us to do is to bring all of us together, and that's exactly what. And I'm, I, I don't mean to go so spiritual with it, but it's exactly what Jesus Christ wanted to bring us together to feel, so the Gentiles will feel like they're accepted into the family, where the Jews were the only ones that could be a part of the family because they were born into it. In this yeah. case, it does it doesn't make a difference where you and where you come from and what you like to do. Let's come together and make one big um, happy. Is it called a mural? What is it called? Mural. 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 Yeah, mural, and 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 you do that through your expression of art, and so I love that you're doing that. I absolutely love it. So oh, thank you. When yeah. people can go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, no, go ahead. So when people connect with Creative Awakening, um, what can they expect and and talk about? You know, about their expression uh, in the arts and how it connects to kingdom building as well. Yeah, I mean, uh, kind of what I what I just stated actually. Um, what what people can expect is is a full display of the arts. Um, so yeah, we we have a bunch of uh, we we have artists that are coming out that are very different from each other, but but really at the end of the, at the end of the um of the all the events you'll you'll see how how, how all of them uh, have have used the arts to really express their their life. So for example, we have a um, a really really good friend of ours uh, by the name of Kirsten Willis. Uh, and she she is phenomenal. <laughs> She's incredible. Uh, she she has actually danced for mo- multiple or, um, organizations. Yeah, and, um, yeah, like Phoenix Suns is one Phoenix of them. Phoenix Suns, yeah. Um, she is she is somebody whose testimony just tells itself. She literally came from having nothing, and because she used her gift and right. crafted her gift, 
she's been able to reach these places, like being able to dance with the Phoenix Suns and mentoring children. She calls herself a dance missionary. Yeah. So that in itself should tell you a lot. Um, so, and we also have um, another good group of friends of ours as well, um, United Dance Company. Um, they're right out of Coolidge, Arizona, and they're just a phenomenal group of people as well. They've been on World of Dance. Um, they actually won the competition um, on World of Dance as the Exiles is a, a group, an extension wow. of them. Um, but they're phenomenal, and they're going to be coming out to also share their gifts um, with with people too. So it's when, when people come to Creative Awakening, we want them to be able to feel everything, a full display of the arts, to be able to feel God in the arts as well, because that's another part that we, we fail to miss is that God is in everything and he is most definitely in the arts. Mm-hmm. He's not just in singing and he's not just in the music, but he's in the dance and he's in the painting. So he's in all of this. And so it's super exciting. Just even um, one of the graffiti artists that we have that's coming, they have a church out here in Tucson called Open Space. And they do, um, the pastor brings in people who have gone to prison for doing graffiti, and he helps to repurpose that that they have. So they have an art, and they used it. They got themselves in trouble, but he brings them back and helps them use it for a better purpose. And if you've seen um, any of the really good graffiti people, um, like they get gigs and, you know, to do murals all over the place just based on crafting their gifts and using them for a positive manner. Yeah. And um, just to uh, throw out some names, uh, the the gentleman that we have coming out to do the graffiti guys, his name is a Citizen Clown One. Uh, and he, he has a huge influence uh, in the city and other places as well. Um, we we also have one of our very own uh, team members uh, by the name of Shekinah. Uh, she's going to just blow the whole spot. Uh, she, she has a beautiful voice. She sings, and she, she's going to be doing a, a songwriter class, uh, and a, a singer-songwriter uh, class, so she'll be teaching how to write and sing. Um, I'm actually even going to be doing uh, my own class as well, uh, which I'm going to be doing a, a hip-hop production class. So I'll literally be doing a live recording session of, of a song that I'll be, I'll be writing live at that very moment. Um, and so it's it just really, really exclusive and really, really cool uh, ways that we're doing these sessions and all kinds of stuff. And um, um, who, who else have we got? We got um, – um, For the most part. And then um, Brian also. Oh, yeah, Brian. He, um, Brian. This guy, when I tell you the way he uses the flags, it is, he is so prophetic when it comes to flag and dancing. This guy, if you meet him in person, he'll tell you. He cannot dance, like, with rhythm to save his life. <laughs> but whenever he is really tapped into the spirit and when his prophetic is, when he is going, you would have no idea that he had never taken a dance class in his yeah, life right. because of <laughs> the way he flows. And it's like just bringing all of those together. Like, I think about whenever – you know, whenever we go to heaven, how it's going to be, because talks about that we'll all be praising and rejoicing. Like, I don't think that we're all just going to be singing. Like, I know there's going to be dancing and there's going to be different types of arts that are going to be going on up there as well. And so we bring all of those together so that we can practice while we're here on earth so that we're ready whenever we get to heaven. Right. That's good. That's so, so you keep saying you're bringing, when, what, what is this for? So we have an event um, June 27th through the 30th, Creative Awakening, um, and it's an artistic expose where we're bringing all of our artists to a central place here out in Tucson, Arizona at New Destiny International. So that way we can, we're teaching workshops so that way people can learn about their gifts and grow in their gifts. 
And it doesn't matter if you feel like you can't do something because you will learn that you can. You may not think you can, but it's inside of you. And our goal is to unlock that and help you tap into it. Yeah. I I love that you talk about um, the different expressions of art and you're bringing that together. I, I know I keep saying this, but it is exactly what Christ Jesus came for and the reason why he came, um, you know, to bring us back to why he put us on this earth. And it, it, I love the fact that you brought up the, gen, the young man that's um, using the flag, and you said he's never taken a yes. dance class or anything, but he operates with a prophetic. So talk about just, you know, I want to talk about some other things, but what do you mean that he operates in the prophetic, you know, he's prophetically, you know, dancing. What does that really mean for those who don't understand? That is a wonderful question. Um, So dancing prophetically is whenever you literally let go of yourself and you let God take control. And whenever God takes control, it's like things will start happening that you never realize that you can do. So it's literally just letting the Holy Spirit overtake you so that way you can walk and move in his being. It's like pretty much just putting yeah. yourself in a line with the plumb line. Yeah, and, and like when when you see this guy do his thing, um, what separates him from a lot of other dancers or, or, or artists or whatever is that while he's doing, well, while, while he's in his mode, it's as if he's literally talking to you. Um, like, like he's speaking wow. into your life. Uh, and he don't know you. You know what I'm saying? Like... <laughs> Um, I, I I can remember when I, when I first saw him really do his thing, I was like, like it's almost like like he's like describing my life through his dance, and then not only that, but also he's giving solutions uh, to people's problems like like through his dance. It's wow. really it's, it's it's one of those kind of things that you just have to come and see. <laughs> like it doesn't make a whole lot of sense until you come and see it for yourself. Yeah, and so those who are listening as well. You you really have to see it for yourself because I've watched these types of um, prophetic flows. And this the main thing about this, the speaking doesn't come necessarily from the person when this happens. It is literally right. God utilizing that vessel and speaking into your life and showing you what is to come. He's showing you a prophecy of how you can operate, and I keep saying this, operate in your own gifts. And so he sends a message. There could be a message of hope, a message of peace, a message of love, a message of fortitude, a message of giving. There's all kinds of things that can come forth through that. And so what I love about the arts um, is that you can, it first of all, touches any and everyone. (laughs) It's amazing. That's why entertainment is so big. Because God yep. knows mm-hmm. when we utilize our gifting in this area, it touches, it goes beyond ethnicity. It literally goes beyond, transcends religions even. And and believe me, it can change the <laughs> heart of people. I know this to be so. I had an atheist one time when I was singing, and I wasn't singing a actual song. It was just a flow. And I don't know why they were at this event because it really was for, um, and I hate saying this, but it really was for those who were the church or who were in the body of Christ. 
and he just so happened to show up. It's a park ministry. And so he just so happened to show up and told me, he said, you make me want to believe in God. I said, wow. well, it's great that you say that, but I'm going to tell you, it is God who's making you believe in him. He, I'm just a vessel being mm-hmm. used. And so do you really want to know this God I serve? <laughs> so it's amazing right, right. What, what can happen. I'm so, y'all got me, I'm, I'm I know I'm not a young person anymore. However, you y'all got me wanting to be doing what, what, stuff. What okay. Really? I, I was hoping y'all say that. I said that to see what y'all were going to say. <laughs> <laughs> but you made me, you pushed me, and uh, I'm going to be supporting this event. I'm out of town for some of it, but I will make sure I am supporting this um, event whether it be financially and also in my presence. So I'm excited about that. June 27th to the 30th, y'all make sure to go to my Facebook page. I will link them and direct you to there so you can see more about Creative Awakening. I have a few more questions. We just talked about um, those who do graffiti, those who are dancing, the hip-hop and so forth. It's a very unique and sometimes controversial way of presenting your ministry when it comes to church folk. I'm going to say it that way. How do you overcome that? Well, um, the word controversial is a very interesting word to me uh, or to us. Um, and the reason why it's interesting is because um, there's there's two different types of, of controversial. There's uh, controversial, like just being like reckless, with, which is being controversial, just saying everything, knowing that you're going to stir things up. Uh, but then there's also yes, intentional controversial. Which is, which is still stirring yeah, sure. up, but with intentionality, which would separate the two. Now, art uh, throughout history has always caused controversial <laughs> uh, backlash, always. And um, now when it comes to the church specifically, uh, we, we believe that one of the reasons why, why this is is because, um, first of all, art is, a, is an expression of the heart, right? Now, in church, we're taught that uh, the heart is, is wicked above all things. <laughs> so it was like, okay, so um, that's okay that, that the youth and everybody does arts and all that kind of stuff, but uh, can it be controlled? You know, mm-hmm. uh, can, can, it, can it be leashed in a way where they can express themselves, but it doesn't, you know, you know poison anybody, all kind of stuff. Um, I, mean, wow. did, I mean, it's crazy to me when, when, I, when I learned that uh, drums and guitars, as some, like uh, in in the past, were actually banned and outlawed almost in the churches. Like we 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 <laughs> churches have been that that scared of arts, even even the like instruments, which is crazy. Um, now, I mean, th- those kind of things are widely accepted now in churches, but but somebody had to had to start that, you know. And so, queer wigging is, is no different. Um, I mean, it like the kind of things that that God puts on people's hearts um, uh, expressed through a song is, is going to be powerful, um, and it's going to be true. And sometimes, uh, even with churches, truth uh, cannot is, is not always accepted, <laughs> even in church. Uh, wow. So, um, yeah. yeah. So we, we we fully expect that kind of stuff. I mean, um, I mean, uh, if if what we were doing was not unique. Uh, then I, I would even question if it's really art, you know. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, no, most definitely I agree 100% with what you're saying because um, even with that, I know like I've been working a lot with my dad as well just to help um, kind of bridge that gap to mm-hmm. you know making it not seem so. 
scary to people whenever, you know, they see it. And, um, you know, a lot of times, like, even I'll be asked out to ministry engagements just myself, but, you know, sometimes I just take those opportunities to ask if I can bring the rest of my team, too, so then that way we can just show a little bit of what we're doing. Because though the name may seem scary, because people are always kind of scared when they hear about, you know, awakenings and being woke and stuff like that. Like, awakening what? <laughs> what are you? What exactly are you awakening? <laughs> wow. So we're really just really trying to push towards just bringing people together and using the arts to make an impact. And even just um, like our theme this year, we're wanting to use the arts to help stop the violence that's been going on in our community because yes. it's been crazy in Tucson with the violence. And the arts, crazy enough, though it can be controversial, it can also be a thing to bring a whole bunch of people together for a cause. Oh, yeah. Because as soon as people put aside their differences, and then they're willing to use what they have, those gifts, the art, to help make a change in the community. That's a, you're exactly right. It's going to definitely make a big change, and it'll probably cause many, many um, youth and young adults to come together, come out of hiding, and, and I, I say hiding very delicately, come out of hiding so that they don't feel pushed out of the church where they feel like they can express themselves with the way they need to express themselves and the right teaching of, behind that as well. Um, and right. I, I think that's exciting to know, you know. Yes. And um, now I, I'm, I'm gonna be careful how, how I say this. So, so just, just rock with me real quick. <laughs> yeah. Be careful I how got I say you. This. So, so you know, um, earlier on in our conversation, we we described uh, creative looking at as a bridge. Um, and so now, a bridge is not one side fully; it's not the other side fully of the other either. So when we're saying, like, that we're trying to create a bridge um, of, you know, lost people, or, or you, you can even just say, say the world in confusion, uh, bridging them to the church or to God's uh, purpose, all kind of stuff, we're, we're, where we're operating is right in between those, and that's what makes it powerful. Now, that, that, that to people is a gray area, and that's where some of, like, some of, the, some of the more controversial stuff starts to pour in because – um, I know uh, for me and my family, what happens a lot is, a, or or just a bunch of, or a Christian artist, what happens a lot is that the church uh, overwhelms the artist so much to the point where it's like, hey, if if you claim to be a Christian artist, then you have to only stay in the church, basically. Now they would never say it like that, really, but but that that's kind of what ends up happening. <laughs> and 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 if an artist wow. who started in the church starts to go out a little bit more, kind of go into more darker areas. To still promote uh, and, and to still represent God, uh, what happens is that the, the church will begin to threaten those kind of people, and then at some point those artists push away from the church completely. Now I know even for yeah. me, even for me, I I was tempted to like just just dip because I was like, huh, like why do I all of a sudden feel so limited to what I can say uh, in the song? Um, like I almost feel like I couldn't really express my life and, and what I was going through, even 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 my my toughest my, my toughest situation. Um, and so that's why um, I'm just bringing up the fact that where creative awakening is is right in the middle. It, it, it's right in the trench. <laughs> um, because catch this, we're not only trying to bring people out of the world into the church, but we're also trying to be, bring people out of the church into the world. You better say that, yes. So that's, that's where we operate. 
I'm with you, bro. I'm I'm totally with you. So with that, what scripture is your ministry founded on or what do you use to help people understand creative awakening or is there? So I love how whenever you started this webcast, you kind of hit it. Right. <laughs> um, but it's, oh, really? It's simple. You did. You did. You are quoted. <laughs> Genesis 1 and 1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Right, right. Whenever you open the Bible, there the first thing he says is that he created the heavens and the earth. And then, whenever you had read Genesis one twenty seven, it was that God created us in His image. And so that in itself should tell you that we are creative people. So I just, I just kind of like want to walk you through something just in Genesis. So I just want you to close your eyes, and as your eyes are closed, all you, all that's there right now is darkness. It's dark. So just imagine, because in, in Genesis it talks about how the earth was formless and empty and darkness was over the surface of the deep and the Spirit of God was hovering over the water. And then God said, let there be light. Now imagine this. God starts pulling colors out of the darkness. Because when you think about it, if you mix all the colors together, you get black. Now, imagine God extracting right. all of the colors out of the darkness, or, and this is the earth, and this is the sky, and this is light. Like, just imagine that. And that in mm. itself, just like, mm. for me, it helps me realize that there's no way I cannot be creative because the God that I serve took emptiness, darkness that was hovering and pulled light out of that and extracted colors from that to make the earth and mm-hmm. to make the sky and to make the water, to make the grass, to make the trees. Like, if that doesn't get you excited in itself, then I don't know what Right. Right. Yeah, and, and, um, the, and this is the continuation of that. So, like, um, in Genesis, you know, that's the creation book. You know, like, that's the very beginning. Um, now, Here's here's a question that that will really make you think real really quick. So after God created us, did God stop creating? Because as far as I know, <laughs> it doesn't talk about anything else that God created after us. So right, and he, he, here's why: because He didn't need to create anything else. That's right. Because when He created us, He made us creative beings just like Him. That's right. And so it's as if me as an artist or just as a believer, <laughs> it's almost like my responsibility to continue to create. And so it's 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 a mandate, I think. Um, and when when we, when we like read it in, in the Bible, how how God said that you would do even greater things than me, it's uh it's mind blowing and it's and it's heavy. Um, and so God, like God, literally stopped creating. He he didn't need to create anything else. <laughs> Because, um, you know, after he after he, he created every section of, uh, of of our of the earth, all all the kind of stuff, he said that it was good. It was good. It was good. And then the last thing he said that it was very good. That's and so right. It's, uh, it's really crazy. It's crazy. So like I I know for the longest time I never really thought about it. I was like, well, I was like, oh yeah, I guess he. I mean, I, I mean, I don't see anywhere else in the scriptures where where, where it says that. Like, and then he created. No, uh, if anything, he's created opportunity. You know. What? Uh, and, and, and continue the pathway so that we would uh, learn who we are 
um, and all that stuff. So, yeah. He gives us the ability to get yeah. wealth to establish his covenant. Right. And he gave us that ability by making us creative. Right. I am floored by that. And uh, it was a great confirmation for me because I've never talked about it, but I truly believe that. He didn't have to create anything else. We have the mandate on our lives to to create. And, and Jesus said it to us again. Great works will we do. And he, he did, and he did a whole bunch. So oh, yeah. that is, we have what's, what's interesting on our prayer calls, the family prayer calls, um, we were talking about Romans 8. And if you read the Romans 8, I think it's about the 31st or 32nd verse, it talks about he called us, and he called us so that we can have his glory. Yeah. Listen, the glory yeah. of God is so illuminates so well that even um, he told, I think it was Moses, couldn't look upon his face. And he put he gave us his glory. And so if he gives us his glory, then we definitely have the power to manifest his presence wherever we go in our artistic expression. I think that's Amen. so powerful that you just said that. I think that's so yeah. powerful. Okay. All right. Um do y'all have anything else to say about that? Because, I mean, I could go on and on about that one right there. Well, uh, I mean, we can go on and on and on about that as well. But uh, I, think we'll, I think we'll just continue. <laughs> yeah, because that's, that's, that's the kind of words for, for us. <laughs> that, so what do you mean by woke? To awaken. By what, woke? what do you really oh. mean by that? Mm-hmm, by woke. Um, because some... Some people can see it as, because um, nowadays when people say the word woke, the first thing they start thinking is like super, super deep meditations and, you know, space. Yeah, space and <laughs> out of body experiences. And people are afraid of that. People are very right. afraid of that, even though some of these things are talked about in the Bible and there's Christians who have experienced, you know, out of body experiences. But people are still afraid whenever you, you get too too deep. It's like, okay, this is this is all I can handle, and anything past that, I can't do it. And so right. there's like, of course, there's levels to being woke, but our level is just awakening people to the creativity that is inside of them. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's good. And so it, it's not, you know, what people are thinking of right now. And I wanted to make sure – that is clear for those people that, um, you know, hear the different definitions of woke, especially the Urban Dictionary. Um, so what do you have to say to encourage other creative um, people who have fear of stepping out into their own ministry? Well, uh, I think we're going to say this one together. <laughs> All right, one, two, three. Come to Creative Awakening, June 27 to 30. No, but seriously, though, just be yourself. Because as much as possible, whenever you're getting, whenever you're scared about what it is that you have, you, one, have to trust that it is God that gave you that thing. So taking the time to just pray and make sure that this is something that God has given you, and then just taking that first step. Um, My dad says a lot. What's the best way to eat elephants? One bite at a time. Mm. So you just have to take mm. that one step, simply putting one foot in front of the other 
And another thing he tells me to do often is breathe. Because yeah. initially, when you see that big picture, when God gives you that big picture, it can be scary. And, like, especially whenever you're like, okay, you start doing it, and then things don't go the way you feel they should be going. But it's like simply remembering that everything is going to happen when it's supposed to happen, and God has a plan. And so just trusting in yeah. him and taking that one step and breathing through the process, you just got to be you and do it. Yeah. Yep. I like that you said you just got to be you and do it because a lot of people, first of all, don't know who they are, and that's where they need coaches. That's a put. That's a that's a short little plug for you. Um, that's why they need coaches and um, even counselors. You know, um, people to help direct them, even pastors, leaders, and to help direct them in life, and I'm not talking about just spiritually, I'm just talking about the whole. We need to be whole and operating in what we need to do. So with that, learning your identity and then not being afraid and understanding your place in the world where you can exercise your gifts, that is so incredibly important to me in my mission in life, for each and every person to understand. Because a lot of people in the world feel like they don't belong in some place. Or they feel like they their their gifts or talents or whatever it is is little. I'm telling you, that little is very much to somebody, and so it doesn't matter. You may not not all of us are created where everyone can be on the billboards. Everyone can be the top person. That's not. It's not. It's, we we've taken on the world mentality. Those are great things. Yeah. But what's even greater is if you impact somebody else to be who they are, if you impact somebody else to encourage someone. And that's what I love about what you're doing. You're sharing and and, and saying to the world, there's so many of us that have this great gift, have this great expression of who we are, and you're allowing them that opportunity and that avenue to be themselves. I love it. Definitely. Thank you. Cause that, I think that's, it's so huge. Like if we can't be ourselves, then who, who are we? A copycat. We don't want no copycat. So I appreciate you all for being who you are. <laughs> we appreciate so you. you. Oh, thank y'all. um, What are your current roles in your church or ministry? So um, our current roles in our church, we both serve as the youth directors. Um, I also serve as the dance director, and then both of us um, serve on the sound ministry as well. Um, The sound ministry's name is Frequency, so being over these areas is very important because we all know if the sound isn't good and the frequency is off. <laughs> Dang, nothing good. <laughs> what did you say? Say that one more time. Said <laughs> <laughs> so if the sound isn't good and the frequency is off. Then ain't nothing good. That is so true. Uh, listen, <laughs> sound people in your churches and, and just everywhere, not even just in the church. When the sound isn't good, the frequency is off, guess what? It disrupts the frequency, and a lot of people can't receive what is needed. 
because mm-hmm. they're so distracted by the frequency. <laughs> and so if we want to tune in, we got to have the right waves and frequency so that people can hear the right sound. Oh, y'all going to make me yes. that one right there. I'm telling you. <laughs> Yes, yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I think I think sometimes, um, and even sound people are so important. And I know sometimes we um, we don't value them either the way that we should because they play a lot in the artist in an artist um, like realm. They play so much because they're the ones as a dancer. I have to depend on my sound team to you know play the song and make sure the volume is where it's at. And and so often we get to the place where we don't realize as artists the little things that have to go into it, too. And that's another side that we want to bring the awareness to is that it's not just all press a button and things are good to go. Like there is this person back there who is slaving and trying to make things not noticeable because sometimes the computer be going out and that some sound people, they will make it so flawless you will have no idea. And some of us, we just have to work through what we can to make it work. But it's so sound is so important, and they sound people play such a big role in just everything. So I just want to give a big shout out to all the sound people out there as well. I'm clapping too. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to y'all. Now, did you say because I'm quoting that if the sound isn't good, then the frequency is off. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a hashtag right there. All right. Um, <laughs> so thank you to the sound people because we know that there are a lot of things you have to deal with, um, and, and we appreciate you. And sometimes we are not appreciative of what you do and what you have to go through to make sure the right sound um, is there. So if there, is there anything else you all want to share? Because I want to have – um, you all close out in prayer and praying for others who are looking for an outlet in the kingdom of God. Um, do you have anything else? Um, I, don't, I don't know if I have anything else. No, I don't think we do. I, I do just want to say, again, thank you for this yeah. opportunity um, because I know, like, a big question people have, asked, have been asking is just what exactly Creative Awakening is. And so this was um, an amazing way to let people know on another creative thing because this broadcast that you do is creative. And I just want to let you know that you are creative as well. Oh, wonderful. Thank you all. Thank you all. Um, can you all, I, I'm just happy you're here, but um, can you all lead us in prayer um, and then we'll get ready to close out? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Father God, thank you guys so much uh, for opportunities like these, Lord God. Uh, and not only just opportunities, but Father God, relationships like these, Lord, where we can uh, sharpen each other, Lord God, and just hear each other's uh, hearts uh, and visions, Father, that you've given us. Um, Lord God, I, I pray, Father God, over this ministry, Lord God, that you would just continue to bless our sister and everything that she does, Lord. I pray, Lord God, that you just continue uh, to um, just bless um, the that you would just continue to bless those who are looking for an outlet in the kingdom of God, Lord, that you would just continue to cover them and that the places where there are artists and groups available, they will be revealed to people all over the world, Lord. And I just pray that we continue to grow and we can continue to move and walk in your being, Lord God, and that as you start unveiling the creative, Lord, that they will just find each other and be able to grow in their gifts and be able to groom and sharpen each other, Lord God, Um 
because we know in this season how important it is for us to walk like you and to be like you, Lord God. And let us not be afraid of what it is that we have, but that you'll just continue to unmask and to reveal these things and let us be comfortable with what it is that you have called us to do, Lord. Um, And, Lord, we we, we pray, Father God, for all those uh, who are out there, Lord God, who – who have kind of lost their way, Lord God, and maybe have lost hope uh, in your kingdom. There's so many people, Father God, who believed, Lord God, at one point that your kingdom was coming, uh, but have lost sight of that, Lord. Um, so, Father God, wow. we pray that you just continue to bless uh, <clears throat> the vision, Lord God, that you've given us uh, to remind, Lord God, and to encourage and to uh, to um, to bring back, Father God, those people, Father God, who have lost sight of your kingdom. Um, Father God, through through uh, the kingdom work, Lord God, that you've given us um, in a creative way, Lord God. Um, and Father God, we thank you so much uh, once again for this opportunity. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 I appreciate that prayer. And I hope you all that are listening appreciate Creative Awakening. Um, this is with the Taylors. I, I, those who are listening, I see you're responding to me. It is incredibly important that we support this. So I'm going to do something I don't normally do. Um, I'm going to think of one other time in the broadcast in almost four years. It's incredibly important that you um, support, and I'm talking about finances right now, this movement, because I do think this will change many lives throughout this nation and world. And so I will say once you get an opportunity and a chance, Go on Kingdom Empowerment Incorporated to Blog Talk Radio. Listen to this broadcast again. Um, see how you can support. Go on my Facebook page. I will direct you to Creative Awakening so that you can support financially um, this movement. It is. Um, I'm going to be ma- making sure that I support it financially this week as well. Um, and that's something I haven't talked to my husband about, but I will in just a second. So. Um, <laughs> So I want you to support. I thank the both of you for coming on, Seth and Michelle. You guys are, I'm proud of you. I'm just going to say it that way. I'm extremely proud of you. And I'm honored to know you. Yeah, yeah, I'm honored to know you. Wow. Thank you for having me. Yeah. You're very welcome. Very refreshing. Awesome. Awesome, awesome. I can hear y'all. I was going in and out, but I can hear you all. So with that, um, we're going to just close out tonight um, with kingdom authority. Remember, it's about you taking authority in your territory. I'm talking about the kingdom of God, a kingdom authority in your territory as God has given you these precious, precious gifts by the grace of God. It's important that each and every one of us operate in our giftings. And so if you want to be awakened, your creativity be awakened, make sure June 27th to 30th you support and attend and go to and be poured into um, at the Creative Awakening movement that's happening. Um, and I'll post all that information. There's some incredible um, gifts and talents that will be there. I've been seeing the flyer. And so make sure you're there. Um, on between June 27th and June 30th, New Destiny International. All right, 
So thank you again. I am your host, Reverend Dancia Jones-Morris. You have been awakened. And so let's move forward and operate in our territory with authority. God bless you all, and have a great night. Good night.